This is Ashley Hodge with the Sikkim 365 postgame podcast coming to you after Baylor's 75-65 to loss at Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, Kansas State gets a sweep. Congratulations to Coach Tang. I'm joined by Richard Rogers. Uh, Richard, I know you and I follow the program. We live on every uh, bounce of the ball, every every shot that's taken, every uh, defensive lapse, <laughs> which we can talk about that. Uh, but, you know, what were your thoughts? What did you see tonight? Well, it was, uh, you know, it was another rough loss in the second half. It just looked, and I think Fran Fraschella said it multiple times, they looked tired, yeah. both ment- mentally and physically. And, you know, uh, I think defense particularly requires both. You've got to be mentally sharp and physically willing to put out the energy required. Right. And I just don't think we, we had in our – in our bodies the ability to do that so yeah i mean it was um you know there was some hope there you know i thought uh 23 13 kansas state was up in the first half and then baylor goes on 11-0 run i believe maybe even extended to 14-0 keontae was making threes and lj was was really good in the first half and i thought he played a really good game overall uh the the stat sheet was good for him he ends up with uh 16 points, six assists, and no turnovers. And I, and I really liked his effort on defense. He was one of the few yeah. that I would point to that, you know, he was keeping guys in front of him. He was, he was. Uh, you know, using his chest. And, and I liked what, what I saw from him. But, you know, the other guys, man, defensively, wow. You know, Kansas State's had their struggles offensively recently. And, uh, you know, we, we just let them get what they wanted in the paint. You know, Keontae Johnson ends up with 25 points. Um, you know, they're really efficient from, from two-point sh- shooting. They're 65%. You can't have that. They only shoot yeah. f- four for 21 from three, so we did a good job, you know, guarding the perimeter. Uh, Bears were 11 for 28. But the key stat is, once again, you know, we only forced four turnovers against Kansas and only seven against Kansas State. So, so. You know, 20 assists for them and seven assists. That's not winning basketball defensively. And uh, the def- defensive wins co- uh, woes continue, and I don't know if there's answers this year. Uh, you just got to hope the offense becomes more efficient than what they showed in the second halves of both games, uh, you know, last two games on the road. Yeah, I think our – our uh, we, we let people turn the corner. And yeah. then particularly on the, the post – when there's a post roll, uh, we let people turn the corner or we play that so soft, then, you know, they almost always can dump it in for a layup at that point. Or we have somebody on the wing turn their head and they get a back door uh, as they come around that, that high pick and roll. And it's just hard to, you know, if, if you're not willing to fight over that or willing to really hedge it hard and stop the penetration, it, it just, is a nightmare. And I, I think that's what we're getting. We're getting, they're shooting 65% from inside the arc because they're shooting primarily at six feet. Right. And that, that's hard to watch. And I don't know what the answers are either. I know that they're working hard at it, but I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. I mean, I, I expected a much better effort defensively tonight. Uh, you know, I thought we would respond like we did against Gonzaga uh, yeah. You know, after being blown out, especially, in, you know, like Marquette just embarrassed us, kind of like yeah. Kansas did in the second half of, of the last game. But, 
you know, I mean, you're, you're playing another top 15 team and, and uh, Kansas State obviously has two all-conference guys and, and Johnson and Noel, and they played like it today. Yep. Uh, you know, they were both terrific and, and they're older and more mature. And, you know, your best player for Baylor – he he makes you know four points in three thirty eight minutes and uh, yeah only one and assist one, one assist yeah. yeah and took thirteen shots and and uh, yeah. only made one of those but it's it's well, a t- look, tough outcome but uh, got to get right got yeah. got to regroup and uh, you know try to rally and, and uh, knock off Texas and, and Waco got yeah. got to protect well, your home court you know we got to be clear though there's no one working harder than the the uh, the players and the coaches yeah. I mean they're their their want to is there sure uh, i just you know some of growing up is that you learn to push through in times that you don't feel like it you learn to access energy that you didn't think you had you know right now I, we just don't seem to be able to access that but that's you know that's part of learning and growing and uh, hopefully they get some rest and they can they can really focus uh, because defensively texas will They'll eat you up if you don't uh, if you don't stop penetration into the paint. They will eat you alive. Yeah, no question. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think going into the season, my my biggest concern was competitive fire, and uh, you know, there have been times when I felt like maybe that concern was not going to you know be true. I, you know, I thought you know John might make a big difference when he came back, and I still think he can. But I do think that that's rearing its ugly head. I mean, we just, you know, if I if I could put my finger on on the problem, you know, the the main problem, I would just say, you know, maybe just not as gritty of a team as we've had the last three years. And and uh, you know, it's, I mean, it is what it is at this point. But uh, you want more. Uh, but you know, Richard, after the game, I, I just had to have a, a moment of silence and just say. <laughs> I'm not going to let my emotional um, feelings be determined by 18 to 23 year olds that, you know, that's exactly right. <laughs> and I love those guys. I mean, I, you know, I've got, we, we've gotten to know them personally and, yeah. and we, yeah. we love them and, and we root for them. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, you know, the competitive grit tonight, I, I really only saw that from uh, LJ Cryer and Jonathan, you know, at the level I that so. I would like. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you see that periodically um, as it raises its head in each kid. Each each one of them at times shows that kind of grit. Uh, but, you know, when you have one or two that are struggling to really have the fortitude necessary, uh, you know, it's a team sport. Yeah. You don't, you don't get to have three guys on the court really putting out effort and two guys kind of watching. You either, you either have to have all five or you're just going to get – you're gonna get rolled, right? Well, so. we know we know teams play better at home. You know, Kansas State yeah. has been uh, kind of rough on the road, except for their their win in Waco. Uh, but but they, <laughs> you know, they certainly uh, have had their struggles on the road, and but they're terrific at home. They've only lost to Texas yeah. at home, yeah. um, and you know, Baylor I think has a has a good shot to win their two home games and and still win at Stillwater. I, I do think you know. They still have a really good shot at finishing twelve and six, which is a very respectable uh, right. record in the toughest conference in the country, and and I think that would put them firmly on the three or the two seed line, uh, which would give them a you know real good shot at making a run uh, deep in March. So, 
you know, I, not all's not lost, but but these no. two games have certainly exposed some some major flaws that we knew were there, but uh, we we'd hoped had been you know minimized uh, with the winning streak before that. Well, and I I think I I think when you you know when you look forward and and of course you know players are are looking forward whether you want them to or not when they look forward the real seasons uh, happen after you know, in the tournament's sure. terms. And if they can if they can gather themselves and they can get their heads, you know, really in what they're doing and make steps forward, strides forward, this team could catch fire during the NCAA. And, you know, even with minimal defense, if they really were focused, they could, they could make a run. Yeah, they can. I mean, offensively, Especially on neutral courts, we got to remember these last two games have been right. on road environments, really rowdy road tough, environments. Tough environments, yeah. and you don't play NCAA games, and you don't even play well, arguably Big Twelve tournament games, but that's not true. <laughs> it's it's pretty much a road environment if you're anybody but Iowa State, Kansas State, and Kansas uh, at the Big Twelve right. tournament. But um, you know, I think in the NCAA tournament, you're you're playing at neutral sites and. You're not going to have the raucous crowds that you have at Allen Fieldhouse and the Octagon of Doom. Uh, so, so it's a little easier yeah. to communicate and, and get that, you know, you know, the home team doesn't get the jolt from the crowd that, that you do in, in, right. in your home venue. Uh, so, so I do think, you know, it's, it's, if you want to, you know, look to some reasons to be optimistic, it's, it's that, you know, and Baylor's, sure. you know, beat UCLA on a neutral site, they beat Gonzaga on a neutral site. So we know we can beat top 15 teams on a neutral right. site. Uh, you know, I, I just think it's, uh, Dog days of February. This is, uh, you know, tough. And you needed this to, you know, have a chance to win the conference or at least tie for the conference. And, and that's right. disappointing. But uh, yes. we've been spoiled, you know. Uh, hey, here's a question for you. Yep. So, um, you know, when we made our run in the first half, yep, we were doing middle ball screen and Jonathan diving to the middle. Yeah. Short roll. Yep. The ball was getting to him and he was – you know, he several times he had a six foot, eight foot, just jump shot, but he passed out to the to the wings for the for the tray, and uh, that kind of went away in the second half. What yeah. was the adjustment that uh, that Tang made? Did you notice? I didn't notice, um, but you're right. I, I I noticed we we struggled to get the ball in L.J. Cryer's hands after halftime. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think if I'm if I'm not mistaken. He might have been four for six from three in the first half and only took the one three in the second half. I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that. But, uh, you know, I think I think he had 11 at half and only five in the second half. Um, and, yeah. You know, I just thought, you know, he's on, – on a night when Adam doesn't have it, you know, maybe should have tried to have LJ or Keontae initiate more. I, yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's hard. I mean, you know – Adam's right. been so reliable all year long. Yes. And, and and he's had games where he struggled early in the game, like the Gonzaga game, and then he hits three threes, you know, down the stretch. Right. So right. and that kind of was was I was half expecting that as we went down the stretch. Right. Yeah, you thought when he got to the free throw line, you're like, Okay, here we go. He's he's got yeah. he's got the free throws and now he's gonna, you know, do like he always does. But but man, yeah, he was just—he just looked tired. I, the the one play that was telling to me was, uh, I think it was either Langston or Keontae got you know caught in the corner against some aggressive defense. Kind of gave a passive pass out to him, 
and and I just didn't think he hustled, you know, to prevent the half yeah. court, vi- you know, the over and back violation. Do you remember that play that I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think he he gave up on the play early. Yeah, it's almost like it was a casual effort to go get the ball, and then finally he realized, oh, I better try to call a timeout as I'm crossing half court. But but by, by that time, it's too late. Right. You know? Yeah, and that's not typical of Adam. Adam's usually a. I mean, he's he's an effort guy. Sometimes his body language looks more tired than he is. Right. But he's an effort guy. Um, you know, I saw. Uh, when he passed the ball in, he passed it into Loner. It was like maybe a play, uh, yeah, Oof. a series before that. He Loner, passed it. Loner, Loner, was rough Loner, tonight. Loner passed it, uh, you know, threw it away. But one of the things that happened on that was Adam threw the ball in, and then Adam didn't step into the court, right? To be, you know, he just kind of, uh, you know, just eased onto the court, and Loner looked his way, and then. Went, kind of panicked and went the other way and threw it away. Right. So it was. It was a. That was an interesting moment too. I, you know, but you can pick. You can pick the the game apart when kids are. You know, when people are not focused. Yeah, you you probably see on every trip down the court someone, not you know, not putting out a real clear effort in the ways that the coaches would like them to. So yeah. Yeah, it's I, I don't know what the answers are. Um you know, I, I know Dell has struggled, especially on the offensive end, but <laughs> I almost want to see him again, you know, just because he's he can be so good defensively and disrupt things yeah. defensively. Yeah. I don't know, but that you know, the coaches yeah. know based on practice yeah. and you know, Langston was starting to play well. He's had a couple bad games here. Yeah. Uh you know, but it, it, you know, I it's it's gonna be some interesting uh you know, it's going to be interesting to watch. They're going to earn their money this year. We were talking before we started, you know, run the podcast. I, you know, they've done a terrific job, given yeah. given the talent that they have. I mean, there's some there's some holes in this roster, and right. and I'm actually very optimistic. I put a post on this. If you're looking at next year, I think we're going to be night and day better defensively. Um, now, I, I think, you know, maybe getting another key transfer that's like a dog, you know, someone that's more yeah. the, the Mark Vital. James Akinjo, yep, Freddie Gillespie, you know that you know that type of mentality, you know, mode will will be helpful. Uh, but you know, I do think you know we got longer guys coming, uh, guys, sure. you know, wingspan, better athletes. You know, I, th- I think Eves Missy could be a key guy for, from a rim, you know, protection standpoint. But uh, but yeah, I mean, this this roster has some definite holes in it, and and I think John, you know, being healthier will will make a big difference defensively as well. I do too. I mean, John. One of the things that is clear is that John can't defend to his right, right. very well right now. He just can't move laterally that way. But you know, as he as he adjusts, he'll. I mean, he's such a hard worker. He'll adjust to that. It is interesting to watch the uh, the the coaches uh, as you roll through the second time, particularly when you in the the Big Twelve, particularly when you have had success. The, the other coaches are getting the scouting reports. I mean, they're really beginning to hone in on, you know, a kid like Langston isn't just having a bad game. The scouting report's really helping him have a bad game. They're, they're, they're clearly He goes right, him. and he can't go left, right. yeah. <laughs> He's going to go right. Yeah. And so they play him that way, and they just push him lateral. Right. 
but that's you know that's just the nature of you know being in a league with such good coaches and you play for everybody twice right yeah, and, and that's the advantage of playing in the NCAA tournament, you know, especially on that you know second game in the weekend. If you're fortunate enough to win the first one, is that you know you just don't have the time to really prepare well on that right. quick turnaround, you know. So some of those tendencies that you'll see taken away in conference don't get taken away in, in an NCAA game, especially that second right. game. Yeah, that second game, uh, that first, and hopefully we'll be a high enough seed that that first one won't be dramatic um, yeah yeah it's right. not <laughs> <laughs> we've had a few of those that i don't want to experience again yeah <laughs> from some teams that weren't that great defensively also so let's let's hope that this uh this isn't the same situation as we experienced yeah. against yale yeah. and uh well actually you know i think yale pretty much had their way with us offensively but but the georgia uh is it georgia state I think Georgia State, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean that game was more low scoring, and and yeah. just we, we just blew a, a a pretty sizable lead down the stretch with some we bad did. offensive play yeah. at the end. But uh, yeah, well, I I knew you'd be the voice of reason, so I appreciate you coming <laughs> on here and giving some thoughts. I keep you from jumping off the cliff. <laughs> I, I I had to wait like forty five minutes before I could do the podcast because I was, <laughs> I, you know, just uh, you know, I just. It's disappointing that, you, yeah. and, and I don't know. Maybe it's just legs. Maybe it's just everybody's tired this time of year, and it's it's a lot easier said than done to to play with maximum effort. But uh, it is, you know, maybe. it is, and and they're like you said, it's eighteen to twenty three year olds, yep. and they're just finding out that life is filled with things you got to gut out, right. you got to lean into, you got to gather yourself and and rise up and do what you got to do yep. and they're just figuring that out yeah yeah well let's let's hope we see a better more inspired effort against texas and then uh, of course the, the 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 games next week is at oklahoma state and they're struggling i mean they're yeah they, they were the best defensive team in the league and i think they've given up uh I want to say 85 to Kansas. Yeah, it's crazy. 87 to West Virginia and 100 to TCU. So they're, they've put three really awful defensive performances together in a row. And, uh, you know, so, and they're, and they're offensively challenged. Uh, yep. so, so maybe that's a game that you go down there and, and we've won seven in a row in Stillwater, which, which makes me nervous because, you know, yeah, me too. they're going to want to circle that and change well, that. Well, I want to. I want to encourage them to continue struggling. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you protect home court, you know, you're 12 and six, yep. you're probably the three seed in the uh, big 12 tournament, maybe the two. And, uh, you know, that's a pretty good uh, opportunity to, you know, do something Scott Drew's never done. And that's win that yep. tournament. Uh, and then, you know, you set yourself up for, you know, a, a potential two seed in the NCAA tournament. So, uh, or maybe even a one. I mean, it's it's possible that if you win these next three and you win three in Kansas City, I mean, now you're sitting at 15 quadrant one wins, which right. will be probably the you know the second or third most. Uh, Kansas right. already has 14. That'd be big. Yeah, it'd be big. So, a lot to play for. Hopefully the Bears can get things figured out, get some rest, get home, get ready for Saturday. Uh, Texas is having an easy game against Iowa State tonight so hopefully that uh you know is is something that uh 
continues to happen, uh, you know, for them so that they're nice and comfortable as they come into Waco Saturday. <laughs> That's what we want. That's what we, we want. We want them to be way overconfident. <laughs> well, hey, Richard, thanks for taking some time to do this. You've been listening to a Sikkim 365 post-game podcast with Ashley Hodge, Richard Rogers after Baylor's 75-65 to 65 loss to Kansas State. Sikkim Bears.